Okay, welcome back to another late night session of me being in my bed after literally doing fucking nothing all day and me just being done with my own shit and wrapped up in my thoughts. So it's time to turn on the fucking microphone and let's fucking talk about it. Welcome back to another episode of Rooted in Awareness. And today, I don't even know where this fucking podcast episode is going to go. I've already said fuck like three times and we're in the first like fucking 15 seconds of shit fuck okay of recording so definitely going to be a passionate almost aggravated one because I'm tired of my own bullshit so most of the time right now my mental health has just been like in the fucking gutter and I have been trying to figure out what to do about it what actions to make what to do without invalidating my own experience and allowing myself to still feel the negativity while also like not letting myself completely slip away but in fighting the urge to do so you only go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into it right okay so basically I wanted to come on here and start by being like I fucking hate the way that I'm existing right now okay get it out there right now I have not been a fan of my life recently and I've looked at all of the external things that are happening I have looked at school I've looked at my living situation I've looked at my relationships I have looked at work I have looked at so many different aspects of my life all with the intention of like what can I change what is not working for me anymore and you know what's not working for me anymore me I'm not working for me anymore because all I'm doing is literally allowing myself to be a zombie throughout my day. That, yeah, like that's what I do. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to fucking class. And then I show up and I'm like half there, half not, most of the time 75% not there. And just wondering what I'm going to do when I get out of there. Like it's my own little personal jail cell. When in reality, what that should actually be for me is a time to be present and be intentional and actually grow my skill, grow my craft. But I've been so burnt out and I've been letting myself just feel that. I've just been letting myself feel my burnout and be like, oh, I'm so tired all the time and I have no motivation. But I want change. I don't want to keep existing like that. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, what needs to change? Me. My mindset needs to change because everything is internal. Every single battle you think that you're dealing with, every single thing that you think that you're struggling with, all of it is because of something that's going on internally that you have not been listening to. We are literally, we are so socialized to ignore everything that our bodies are telling us and that our minds are telling us and we like read into it or like not even necessarily read into it but maybe we're just ignoring it to keep doing the mundane daily things that we want to get done every single day to get that to-do list done well here's the reality when you stop listening your body is going to stop telling you right so then you're taking out your one source of like you're taking out your radar you're taking out your one source of your moral radar like your moral compass you're taking it away like you're just not listening anymore well here's the thing you know the things that you should be doing all of us have this big list of things that we wish that we were doing the things that we wish that we were better at and 
what we could be doing in our daily lives to make ourselves um, live the life of our dreams. We all know the things that we should be doing, but for some reason we fucking don't. And why? Because we have some internal conflicts that prevent us from achieving the highest, the highest that we can be, right? So what, what are these voices in our heads? What is this self-sabotage still doing here? You know, after months of just like, I've been toying with the idea of self-sabotage ever since I like really started to understand like holy shit the only person ever in my way is myself and like how can I learn to go beyond that go past that and achieve all the things I want to do and the only thing that I've like landed on is that you need to fucking listen you need to stop talking for two seconds and stop thinking for two seconds and just listen and just be and be with it that's the truth. That is what we all need to do. You know, like you don't have to give everything an opportunity to exist in your reality. You don't have to give every thought the power to be. You don't have to give every thought the power to be. You can just let the thought fucking pass as long as you listen. All you have to do is listen. That is literally the only requirement of this entire existence is that you just have to be here and you just have to listen and you just have to exist. That's it. And naturally, by doing that, you are going to allow for all of the things that you would desire, all the things that you need. All of those things are just going to start flowing. It is the flow of abundance that we block ourselves off to. And I'm done. I'm so tired of blocking myself off to all the amazing abundance that I know is there for me, you know? Like, for example, I've literally, (laughs) I hate being vulnerable. Anyways, I've literally been so anti-dating apps because, you know, it's just like, it's a fucking dating app. You know, like we all see it as a game. We get on there and we're like, eh, you're not that cute. Swipe. No. Like, and I've just been like so against it. My family brought it up to me and I swear to God, I could have like torched them. But I actually downloaded one and I'm like actually meeting cool people on there. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know people existed that were like cool and thought like me and like were nice and kind and like actually interested in what I have to say. Oh my God. But nonetheless, I just like listened to my random impulsive craving of like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to get a dating app because this shit's getting lonely out here and I don't really want to keep doing this all alone anymore. And I listened and I did it and wow, look where I'm at. And you know what, I've been a very good listener even when I feel like I'm not and I'm still in a good position in my life. Like, don't get me wrong when I say that I'm fucking done with the way that I've been been existing. It's not because of anything that's going on externally in my life like for a really long time and right now my biggest outlet is blaming school I'm like fuck this you want me to abide by you know so-and-so standards and like yeah the school system is fucked up I'm not entirely wrong in that area but it's also me who's making my school experience not enjoyable anymore because I'm tuning out I'm not being present I'm not being there so why would I want to keep doing that thing if I'm not being present with myself So 
basically along this line of thinking, I really think that just presence and just being able to listen and honor every emotion and thought and just letting it be for what it is and not attaching anything to it just for it existing is literally the key to life, is literally the key to everything that you are hoping and wishing for, is just to listen and to just be. In this fast-paced society, we're always chasing something. We're always after the next thing. We're on to the next thing on our to-do list. We're constantly trying to be productive, but within that productivity, is it really productive if we're not listening while we're doing those things and we're not being patient and honoring our natural flow of rhythm that day you know like I operate at such a high pace sometimes that on days where I'm lower energy um I find that the little voice inside my head is like why are you not operating so fast why are you not doing all the things that you need to get done and my answer to that is that some days I just need to slow down and that has to be okay. And we have to learn how to be okay with the natural ebb and flow of life. Because if we keep trying to fight against it, then we're going to end up, we're going to end up here. We're going to end up where we're constantly trying to figure out what's wrong with our lives and how to fix it, you know? And I'm done. I'm done doing, I'm done trying to do that. Like I'm just going to exist and I'm going to stop trying to be perfect. And I'm just going to let things be and I'm going to listen, but I'm also not going to stop I, I, I'm a big self-improver. Like I really love to like work on myself and just try and become a meta human and be a God essentially. I don't know where this God complex came from and why I think I need to be the best at everything that I do, (laughs) but it, it exists in me for some reason. However, moving forward, I have to understand that even the best of people have bad days Even the most productive humans on this earth have days where they are not productive at all. And because of those not productive days, they're able to have even more productive ones. You know, the law of balance, the pendulum swinging. I've mentioned this a couple of times, I think, in my podcast. And if I haven't posted an episode talking about it, then I've definitely like made an episode and deleted it talking about the the pendulum. You know, what goes up must come down. And along this line of thinking we're going to have to be on both ends of this of the extremes right you know you want really good things in your life well with good things come bad things like one of the biggest examples would be like love and heartbreak everybody says that they want love and that they want this huge romantic relationship but then we're not ready to deal with heartbreak when it comes because we because we're just we just want to stay positive we want to keep thinking about the things that make us want to continue to exist I guess I don't really know where I was going with that sentence however nonetheless the point is still valid so like I feel like somewhere along the line of my spiritual journey and my spiritual awakening I started to try and chase this idea of like the perfect balance the perfect medium when the law of balance really isn't necessarily saying that you need to be in the middle of everything You know, I've always heard the saying, everything in moderation, everything in, you know, like give and take, push and pull. But the reality is, is that like naturally as humans, at least in my natural flow, I've noticed that I really like to go to one far end of an extreme and then go right to the polar opposite. 
and I get really stuck in that pattern. I like to, because then at that point I'm beating myself up, my, up in my head, like, oh, you had it going so good, and now you're like in this shithole. But then it's like that shithole is what made that moment so good. So there's things to learn on both ends. You know, like we keep chasing this idea of like the perfect balance when maybe that's not really what we need as humans. Maybe as humans, we need to get the full fucking experience, the whole extreme on one end and the whole extreme on the other end. And I'm not sure that this is really the best advice. So just like use this as some food for thought and maybe gather your own thoughts on it. But just like fucking live, man. Just do it. You know, I get really scared to live actually. That's like where my most biggest self-sabotage comes in. That's when like that's when like the little voice in my head is like just stay inside and hide and don't do anything. And just like numb yourself and just like stay there. That's like that's like literally what my self-sabotage voice says in my head. That is my go-to response. And my go-to response when it comes to like my relationships with other people has been ghosting. I am a fucking ghost like literally you can talk to anybody that I used to be friends with used to have relationships with probably nine times out of ten it ended with me just being like peace and then they probably never heard of heard from me again like not even kidding not even being dramatic (laughs) like that's just my go that's just my go-to response And you know, I could spend all this time thinking to myself, why am I like that? You know, like and judging myself for it and being mean and like critical about it. But the truth is, is that like, that's who I am. Okay. And that might change. That could change tomorrow. That could change right now. But that's just, that's just who I've been up until this point. So yeah, I have this like immense fear of living that like, is rooted somewhere deep down in my trauma, I think. Um, and I, and you know what? I think that talking about trauma needs to be more encouraged because everybody has trauma. Literally every single person, they've been through something horrific that the next person hasn't been through. And we all kind of like try to compare our traumas so that like invalidates some people's experiences. And the reality is we all we all have our own traumas. We all have things that have impacted us and shaped us into the humans that we are today. So why don't we just call it what it is and accept it for what it is and deal with our shadows, deal with our inner child that need the extra love, deal with our inner teens who are screaming in anger and like out for revenge. Like, why don't we just call it what it is and deal with it? Like, why do we have to listen and then judge? Why can't we just listen? I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm tired of being like a zombie and not doing things intentionally, like feeling like I always have to be somewhere else when really the only place I have to be is where I'm physically at. And I think when I start talking about life like that, when I start viewing life as something to 
be existing in and not something to always be chasing um I actually like get a little excited to be alive I get excited to wake up and dance my favorite song and I get excited to wake up and do my little yoga and sit down on my little meditation cushion which by the way haven't done in months which is probably why this episode seems a little unhinged but that is exactly why I'm saying like we gotta go to the extremes that's part of the human experience like why 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 be in the middle why experience a little bit of love and no heartbreak like feel the love feel that romantic connection feel that chemistry and feel how it feels to lose it all like that that is the human experience that's what we're here for we're here to experience things we're not here to be a god we're not here to master it all we're literally just here to live and be human and that is it and that is enough and how we choose to do that is completely up to you you know if you want to tell yourself that you're stuck in this shitty job that you hate because you have no other way of making money Sure, you can tell yourself that, but we have thousands of other jobs on the market that you could easily probably apply to and get. You know, you just have to have the balls to do it. You have to have the balls to say that you aren't happy where you're at and make the change. And the only way that you're ever going to come to that, come to that conclusion, oh my goodness, come to that conclusion is by listening. It's just by listening. All we have to do is listen. And it doesn't have to be like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to sit there and have a conversation with yourself and listen to your responses. You can literally just exist throughout your day and just notice how you're thinking. Like, you know, that that's one idea, that's one concept that I really, really appreciated from The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Um, he talks about how we identify ourselves like when you are asked the question who am i what is your response most of the time most people's response is like i am lily to gain or i am so and so and i am so i am this many years old and i have these credibilities like you like give your whole fucking resume that's not who you are those are the things that you've done but like who is the person that did those things and then you start getting into the like characteristics and you start rattling off like traits like oh i'm lily to gain and I'm very adventurous and free-spirited and an overthinker and you know like you start assigning these traits but like still those traits are just like habits but like who is the person that has those habits you know those who are the who's the person that has those cravings and then eventually he comes to describe who you are as the seat of awareness we are the people who are who we are on our insides on our in our core on our insides the fuck in our core is the person who is experiencing it all we are the observer of our thoughts we are the feelers of our emotions you know like we are just there experiencing it that is who we are so when you can identify that seed of awareness and you can identify that like that is who you are and you can slip into it then you don't then you're not so attached to the thoughts and you're not so attached to the emotions and you're more just in dev like you're in what you're just more into your experiences because you realize that you're the one experiencing them or you're aware of your experience holy cow hold on let me just retry this whole statement once you slip into the sea of awareness 
you are aware that you are the person experiencing it. You are not the experience itself. I hope I, I hope I translated that correctly from my brain to my mouth. And that's, and I feel like I really, I forget that so often, so often because the brain is like literally meant to forget that in its own way. Like, of course, when we go down rabbit thought holes, like we're going to forget that we are the awareness of our thoughts and that we're not the ones actually like thinking them, you know, because we have so many thoughts throughout the day. Like if you really think about it, you see a, you see a red stop sign and then like you're past memory from a school bus is triggered you know and you're like thinking about that school like and you're not the person who you you aren't that thought you aren't that memory that was triggered you aren't the things that you think all day long you're just aware of them you're that awareness yeah so following following this line of thinking I'm ready to exist differently and get rid of some habits get out of this negative cycle because I'm done I'm done I'm at my threshold and I'm ready to just listen and to just be here and not change anything per se actually I do have some big changes coming up well a big change which I'm really excited about, but I think that I'm going to wait. No, fuck it. I'm moving into a van. I'm moving into a van and I'm very excited about it. And that's a big change that's coming up. And I get really anxious and stressed out about it, but I'm also like super excited and like ready for a new adventure. However, that this isn't even the point. That's just a little fun thing that I'm throwing out there. But, um, where was I going with that hold on pause this is the beautiful thing about recording is that you can like pause and then go back about your thoughts lol okay so now I actually remember what I was talking about I was saying that you don't even have to change anything there isn't necessarily action that needs to be made with every single new awakening every new level of consciousness it's literally just being aware of the things that are happening in your reality You know, I think being present is a beautiful, beautiful gift and so many people don't use it, especially in America. I saw this post earlier and it was like, hold on, I'm going to find the post. Please hold. Okay, I'm going to read this post. It's by Carnivore. I'm not even going to try and say the next one. Anyways, it says the cause of all of our problems isn't obesity or health issues. It's a lack of meaning. Most people have nothing to live for than pleasure and consumption, no higher ideals, no purpose, no values. The emptiness manifests as all the superficial problems we see. So I re- this, this post stuck in my mind all day today and I was really, really thinking about it all day. Um, because yeah, when we don't see a meaning in the things that we're doing, of course we're going to chase like pleasure and overconsumption and other things because we're trying to distract ourselves from the fact that we don't see a purpose that we don't have value and that is literally that is there's your change right there is reminding yourself of the purpose the value and the intention and why you do the things that you do 
you know like and like i always refer to our daily activities as like mundane daily tasks because that's what's that's really what it's felt like for me recently it's just these like mundane daily things that i do and i'm just like a zombie doing them but if i'm present in them it changes the whole experience the whole entire experience is shifted when I change how present I am in my mundane daily tasks. Even just in the way that I do my nightly skincare. So I don't wash my face in the mornings for a multitude of reasons, mostly because I'm lazy, but secondly, because after getting rid of this habit, <laughs> I saw a TikTok that said that actually washing your face in the morning rids your skin of natural oils that it produces overnight to benefit your skin i don't know i I don't know the actual science behind it but i saw the tiktok and everything on tiktok is true lol no but um nonetheless i stopped washing my face in the morning and i only wash my face at night well i find that i like don't really because it's a habit now I don't really, I'm not, I'm never really present when I do it. But then when I am present, it's like, oh my God, that was life changing. I have so many new thoughts and experiences about that one thing that I do every single day just because I was present in it today and I was actually living in it rather than doing it and thinking about the other thousand things going on in my life. Because life is always going to be busy. Life is always going to be hectic. You're always going to have multiple things going on at once. That's just how life is. And also, by the way, I wanted to mention that I make my own facial facial moisturizer. That's like, yeah, it's really, it's really nice. I have like coconut oil, shea moisture, vitamin E oil, a little bit of essential oils, and it just feels so good. And I do a little like lymph node facial, facial massage every single night when I put it on. Anyways, I really love my moisturizing moment. Um nonetheless my presence in that moment completely dictates how that experience is for me so if i'm showing up with the intention of not being present and trying to find a way to escape what i'm doing then of course it's not going to feel good of course it's not going to be the experience that i'm looking for and of course it's not going to be fulfilling and it's not going to have purpose and then it feels meaningless and then you're wondering why you're even doing this and then you're trying to find a way to fill that void and that's our natural response as humans is to try and fill the voids that feel empty you know like we've always heard of the person who rambles when they're nervous or when they're uncomfortable the person who just keeps talking and filling the silence and that person is filling the void of emptiness with their words right and then there are so many other ways to fill the void too. I mean, you start talking addiction, like you start talking overeating, you start talking like, I don't know, like there's like you start talking overindulgence and like social medias and the television and whatnot. Like all of these things are all in an attempt to fill the void. But what if there is no void to fill? Maybe that is where we need to be. And how can you fill that void? By listening. By listening. You're allowed to do things that you don't like to do and still be present in them. 
And I'm not, I'm, I actually want to talk further on this subject because I'm not exactly sure how to do this. So we're going to talk it out. And I'm just going to use a really personal example. So (laughs) this is just a really personal podcast episode. So hopefully, I think that there's a lot of good information in here already. So I'm actually really excited to post this, even though it's scary. We do things that scare us. Anyways, personal example. So recently, like I said, I've been struggling with school and like my presence in my classes. And so when I walk into the classroom, it's it can't be a conversation of, oh, I don't I don't want to be here. I'd rather be doing something else. What else could I be doing with my life? Oh, I could be doing my yoga or I could be um, meditating or I could be at home making myself a nice breakfast or I could be, you know, watching my new favorite TV show or I could be learning the ukulele or I could be like there's so many other things that I could be doing right now. And yeah, those are all valid thoughts. We have to learn not to attach to them. When we attach to those thoughts, then those thoughts consume us. Instead, if we let those thoughts be fleeting moments and just be like, yep, you're right. Yep, you're right. You're right. You could be doing 10,000 other things, but instead you're here. Why are you here? Oh, I'm here because I have this big picture career that I want to achieve and succeed in. And how can I do that? Well, that the first step is being in these classes is by furthering your skill here. So what what are you trying to do? Oh, okay. Well, let's let's focus on that right now. So I think just that like just being aware that you are the awareness and then being able to give yourself credit for certain thoughts, you know, being like, okay, yeah, you're valid. You're valid. You're absolutely valid. However, why are you here? What is the purpose in you being here? Because for some reason, even if you think that you disagree with this particular choice, this particular action, for some reason, you're still fucking here. For some reason, you still showed up because you don't want to get your attendance knocked down. Why don't you want your attendance knocked down? Oh, because you want a good grade in this class? Because you want to succeed in your career in the future? Oh, okay. That makes sense. That gives us a purpose. That gives us that gives this meaning. So then you're not having to fill a void later on. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I mean, shit, she's like, I'm just going to let this sit for a second. We're going to take a little pause. So another thing I wanted to mention is that our voids can be very, very deep down. Our voids can be even from our child development. Whoa. And I know that people have heard this, but we're just going to keep talking about it because I think it's so valid and it's kind of so overlooked, especially in, especially in today's society, is that really actually most of our chakra centers and a lot of our psychological development is all done within the first three to four years of our life. And that is a huge time in our lives that it's like, 
you know, like we don't have control over our circumstances. So when you're wondering why you have obtained certain negative habits, we can really chalk it up to, well, what was your childhood like in your first couple of years of living? What were like what was especially like your maternal relationship like what was your relationship to your mom what was your environment like what were what were the things that were occupying the space around you you know when you grow up in front of a television maybe television is your biggest escape once you become an adult because that's what you learned as a very young child And that's why inner childhood work is really, really powerful and really impactful. And another thing that's on my list of shit I should be doing, but I'm not. But along these same lines, as much as there is to work on, like we're never done improving. There's only further to go. We're never done healing. There is never going to be a finish line to cross. There's only going to be achievements made. However... All through this, your entire life should not surround around being better, about trying to improve. Your entire life should surround around being. And naturally, the crave for improvement will come with that. But when you can't even be, and you can't even be present, and you can't even exist, how can you, how can you continue to better, be better than the person that you were yesterday when the person you were yesterday was trying to run too and today you're still trying to run and tomorrow you'll still try to run too but when you just be you get to just be there and that's really fucking cool it's really fucking cool I really love being present and I'm really bad at it especially in low moments um yeah we all I I mean, at least me, I turn into a little escape artist when I'm like over this shit, you know, I'm, I'm a little, let's, let's fuck it up, you know, let's go, let's numb, let's not be here, and I wish I wasn't like that, but I am, and that's just me just being, so, moving forward, I want to challenge myself and anybody who has made it to this point in the podcast to take 24 hours to just be present. That's it. Just 24 hours. That's all you have to promise and commit to yourself is just the next 24 hours. How can you be present? Yeah. I know. And I already know that little voice in your head is like, well, we've got to do blah, blah, blah. Like, we've got this to do. We've got this to run from. We've, we're feeling this. Like, just just be. Those are allowed to exist in that present moment because they aren't wrong. They can just be there. So just be. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to get to being, and I hope you are too, and I hope that you find that the next 24 hours are full of valuable lessons and experiences and just an overall 
spiritual awakening for you. So have a beautiful day just being. I'll see you at the end of the 24 hours, maybe even before. I'll probably record another podcast episode. I've been really into this lately. Anyways, all the love.